0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Switch Boo podcast. My name is Alex Harding. I'll be your host as always, and joined by my co host is Nathan Rudge.
1: Greetings.
0: And the assistant to the co host, Jake Mouncey. Hello. And today we've got a pretty news light episode. There's a couple of interesting tidbits. Um, so, the Nintendo Switch potentially getting a price, uh, price drop, a new 3D platformer that looks pretty cool and it's caught our eyes. But as always, let's get stuck into what we've been playing. Um, Nathan, let's go with your Nintendo fact first, actually, and then we'll head into what you've been playing.
1: Okay, so this is somewhat related to a news piece coming up. but um, So with the Tokyo Game Show coming up, uh, Nintendo historically has not had a presence there.
0: Yeah, they're, they're a bit weird with Tokyo Game Show.
1: There was one major presence that they had, which wasn't even like a Nintendo presentation. It was Satoru Iwata doing a keynote speech. And that is where they revealed the Revolution, a.k.a. the Wii.
0: Did they, did they reveal that at TGS?
1: Yes, they did. Interesting. Yes. So that was revealed with uh, Iwata's keynote speech at the TGS.
0: Oh, is that the one where it's like, in my heart, I'm a gamer? That speech?
1: I think so, yeah. That
0: was a good speech.
1: But yeah, that that was, uh, I thought, quite neat neat uh, fact because, you know, it's something that comes up mm. later on, but... Also, you know, with it being around the corner as well.
0: Mm. Very topical. Well done.
1: Now, moving on to my games. So, Hades, I've finished, uh, I'll functionally say, part two of the game. Yay! So, you know, we're not the first to escape successful with the... The point where you have an escape attempt and it's the easiest boss fight you ever have to do.
0: Yes. Yep. I remember.
1: Yeah, that's that's the last uh, I've done uh, at that point.
0: Mm. It's. It- I got up to the top
1: where I was like, okay, I have one, like, death defy with a uh, Skelly's tooth. Let's see how I go. I went. Oh, that was easy.
0: <laughs> yeah. It 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 fluctuates a bit in difficulty around that time of the game, but um, and you'll notice when you go back more and more, it gets a bit easier as you go because you unlock more things, but the difficulty remains roughly the same. So it's
1: interesting. I mean, it depends how much you know heat you put in as well.
0: True, depends on the heat and depend on um your boons. Exactly, exactly. It depends on a lot of things.
1: Example: the uh the the Poseidon uh, greater cool. What one was that one again? Where you like ride around on the water and like you're impervious to damage for That's like right. 10 seconds and deal like 400, 500 damage with each hit you do. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, some of the boons you it get. It is insane.
0: Yeah, some of the boons you get, you just take over everything and knock everything out.
1: Yeah. So
0: typ- typical roguelike, it's very much um, based off of what you come across. So it's make or break based off of that.
1: But it's really, really just solid game. Yeah, it is.
0: I'm glad you're enjoying it, honestly, Jake. You haven't played it yet, haven't yeah. you?
1: No, I have not. Ah. Well,
0: two for eventually th- two for three. We'll get you. We'll get you on there. Uh,
1: on top of that, I've played uh, "Worry "Get It Together." Mm, this came out uh, Friday, the tenth. Yeah, I think like ninth. One of the two. Yeah, the ninth. I think. How is it? Uh, it's pretty good. Um, I'm looking around a nine for the score. That's very good. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is really sort of like it's single player. It's not a lot like you know as expected. It never really is. Yeah, it's more. Uh, but multiplayer, there's a lot to it. That's there's cool. There's several game modes as well, and the whole game is playable multiplayer from the beginning with a few exceptions.
0: Okay, that's still that's still really cool. Like, is it? Yeah. Wasn't there the uh, like where you have like different abilities depending on the player you play as.
1: Yes, so each character have their own way that they play, and it is frustrating with some characters in certain levels. Like you know, each character has you know their strengths in some level, mm. and some like you know challenges, and others are not as good. And yeah, it but it does work out especially because they use these characters in the multiplayer modes and make different things based off it. You're not just doing, you know, the micro games. You're doing, you know, keep up the ball or play volleyball with someone. Yeah. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff.
0: Nice. Are you playing with that with Jace? That...
1: No, 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 no. I think it's a bit complex. Yeah, fair. Especially, you know, you've got to think quick with a lot of that stuff.
0: Yeah, you might struggle a bit with that.
1: Yeah, it's something you definitely want to be at least somewhere around that seven age mark for before you buy it for someone. Ah, rookie. Yeah, (laughs)
2: just get good. But,
1: but yeah, it's because it's very you know, especially when it goes really fast, it is pretty challenging.
2: Yeah,
0: those games always and there's a
1: and there's a ranked uh, like competition thing now. And the first one is the uh, nine volt on a skateboard, and he's at top speed. So you're literally going like across the screen within like two seconds. Like that's how fast you're moving. <laughs> Worry you away
0: for those high games. Thirty four
1: micro games in a row. It's a set like oh. game. So it's like you know you can keep going till you get it right. Gross. But it's not bad. It's generally pretty fun.
0: Yeah. I just know if I go into WarioWare, I'm not going it for that core aspect. I'm just wanting to, you know, play it to have mindless fun.
1: So it makes me think of um, Rayman Legends. They had the similar thing where, you know, you'd have a challenge mode.
0: That's right. I do remember that. Yeah, that was fun. (laughs) Pretty sure I bought that. I bought Rayman Legends. It was like 75% off or something. Because, you know... On the Wii U? No, on Switch.
1: Uh, yeah, no, that's been juiced a lot on the Switch.
0: Yeah. Quite consistently. That's just Ubisoft, though. All their games are normally 75% off. I don't think I've ever bought a Ubisoft game full price.
1: That, that was the one unfortunate thing with frameman Man Legends. That it is- was meant to come out ages before it did. Yeah. And it was going to be a Wii U. They delayed U. it to, like, get a multi-release. Yeah.
0: So crappy. Although I understand because of the Wii U, but still.
1: Yeah, but they could have just released the Wii U version and then you know, released the others afterwards. Yeah, but the only other thing I've uh, of note been playing is uh, Dice Legacy.
0: You you quite liked this one, didn't you?
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Um, like it's definitely if you like you know your city builders, it's definitely a unique take on it.
0: Yeah, cuz it's all based Ace. on like
1: random dice rolls. Yeah, kind of like so like your dice are your citizens functionally. Okay. And you can make more dice by sending two dice to a to a bit a house. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: more confusing than a Pokemon daycare center.
1: Not really, cuz that your dice are just citizens, so
0: but how do they Pokemon Daycare
2: Center they don't know how it happens
0: which dice opens up to accept the other
2: alright this this is a PG <laughs> I mean... podcast you need you need to Alex, calm down with you... that
1: again Alex you're the one trying to get to get an explicit warning this time
0: again I'm making an office joke and neither of you guys are getting it so I'm very upset
1: you, you, you have to
2: realize we haven't watched you
0: guys the... need to watch it <laughs>
2: With what time? Yeah, Uh, we're too busy playing video games for your site.
0: (laughs) For our site. We're a team. Anyways. Team! (laughs) Anyways. Uh, Jake. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah, cool. (laughs) Back on track. (laughs) Jake, what have you been playing?
2: Uh, I've been playing a few things. Uh, Some uh, stream regulars of mine would be uh, happy to know that uh, in my off time I have been... uh, Trying to beat those dev times in uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Field, so uh, yeah, uh, I play Crash Team Racing every uh, Monday. Uh, not tonight though, because of yeah. So uh, if you're listening to this, this is why there's no stream tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apologies for that. But um, but yeah, I've been going like super hard on the Crash Team Racing, uh, remake ever since it came out, like day one. Like, I have literally everything in the game except for the reward for beating the time trials of the developers on every track. Which are Dang. insane. Yeah, they're insane. They are insane. Oh boy. Oh boy, are they insane. I have a personal vendetta on uh, <laughs> Benox employee William P. Your times are ridiculous. Stop. <laughs> you need to Stop. <laughs> It's time to stop. It's like, some of these times are like twenty seconds faster than my best times. Like, what are you kidding me? Dang, That's... I know of a few mm. shortcuts you don't. Yeah. For reference, he's been playing it since release. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, not only have I been playing the uh the remasters since release, but I've been like on and off playing the original since I was a kid. So like, mm-hmm. I've been playing Crash Team Racing for twenty plus years. And these times are still difficult for me. Yeah, no good. Enough. That's that's like I I race with a guy who has uh yeah I I I race with a guy on my stream every now and then who has world record times on every track. Like this is this is the level of play I am at. These dev times are too difficult for me. Dang. Yeah, they're pretty hard. So, uh, yeah, out of the 30-something tracks the game has, I think it's like 33, 34, I've beaten eight times. <laughs> well, <laughs> it makes me quite...
1: think of uh, when you played Mario Kart with a, a world record holder.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was still able to beat him every now and then. Yeah. yeah. So Drask, on the other hand, no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: To quote you, Jake, from 10 minutes ago, get good.
2: Yeah, I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's literally the point of these time trials. I'm trying to get good. (laughs) But, like, yeah, there's nothing more frustrating than, like, having your best time on a track be 0.0... No, it's 0.01 milliseconds slower than a dev time. Yikes. (laughs) That is so frustrating. But yeah, that's uh that's CTR. Uh, another thing that I've been playing is the uh uh current re-release or remaster or whatever they're calling it for uh, Sonic Colors. Yes. Not gonna lie, uh, when we were planning on doing this uh, yesterday, and I wrote all my games down that I've been playing, I completely forgot that I was even playing this. But <laughs> uh, it goes to show like how little impact it has. Like, I don't want to spoil my review too quickly, but really? This is what all the fuss is about? This is the so-called best modern Sonic game?
1: Isn't the Switch version objectively the worst version?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is bad. (laughs) But, like, when it's not freaking out and dying, it's just average...
1: So, so it is the best 3D modern Sonic game because every other different. 3D modern Sonic game <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> has a
2: very low bar to pass. Like, like I legitimately prefer playing Sonic Forces than this. Dang, it is, wasn't oh boy. the cartoon really good for? No, that Sonic Boom. Yeah, you're thinking of Sonic Boom, but yeah. but yeah, like the original Sonic Colors came out on the Wii, and like back in the day, the Wii was. Like at that time, the only current gen console I had, which is sad, <laughs> sad because poor, but um, <laughs> uh, when it comes to Sonic games on the Wii, I had Sonic and the Secret Rings, uh, Sonic and the Black Knight and Sonic Unleashed, but not Colors. So this is the first time I'm playing this and yeah, <laughs> I am not blown away. I am. Uh. I had Sonic and the uh, Secret Rings. That game is so bad. <laughs>
0: oh. I think I've only, ever, I've only ever played the first two two D Sonic games on the from the Mega Drive, and I tried Sonic Colors and I got bored about two hours
2: yeah. in. Yeah, so <laughs> I,
0: I even tried Sonic Mania and I got kind of bored. So Sonic's just not my thing.
1: Yeah, but like it's I, a hard franchise to get into.
2: But yeah, yeah I've noticed. Like, <laughs> like Sonic Colors, like I had the same reaction uh that you did alex it's like mm. it, it got to the point where it's like all right if i can get through one level a day <laughs> just one level a day i'm at least making progress with this review <laughs>
0: that's the spirit that's what uh, i would
2: <laughs> so, oh for but... Yeah, I'm trying to get that, uh, yeah, trying to get the review out before the end of the week, because uh, at the end of the week, I got to fly out to Queensland for my brother's wedding. Hey. Oh, fun. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'd rather not have to continue playing that while I'm technically out on vacay.
0: Yeah. Make, <laughs> so, makes sense. I played, just, yeah. I played a little bit. And I'm like, I'm just like, this just feels like Temple Run, but like with more flashing colors. Yeah. Remember that old mobile game that everyone played on their iPod touch?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's all it reminded me of. You
1: know know there was a Brave version of that game?
0: There's a what version?
1: Brave, as in, you know, like the The Scottish girl? Oh, yeah, Yeah.
0: I did know that. But I forgot until you just said it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was pretty forgettable. Both the game and the movie.
2: Yeah. I I liked it, but I can see why people didn't. Oh, well.
0: It's not that I didn't like it, it's just forgettable.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bland. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. Uh, the last thing that I've been playing, I've been playing more Payday 2. Yay, fun. Heisting, Obsessed. stealing money. <laughs> and, yeah, it has currently become my latest obsession. Nah. <laughs> as uh, as uh, nathan knows uh, a little too well um <laughs> <laughs> watching was it, a four-hour video at four in the morning
0: Oh, God dang. yes
2: yes uh thank you for leading into that because <laughs> like i could talk about the gameplay i could talk about how i spent money on uh a copy of hotline <laughs> miami 2 just to get jacket as a playable character so you did do it i i did do it i have to go <laughs> through g2a because hotline miami 2 is banned here so i can't purchase it properly on steam so but, but yeah uh i could talk about all that but i want to talk about payday 2 story <laughs> oh sit boy back, everyone <laughs> sit back because uh Sit back, Ex- this is gonna be a long podcast. Excuse my French, but payday two has the most batshit insane plot escalation I have seen in any video game ever. Quote it. A- <laughs> it is like you you're beginning the game. It's like, oh go into the bank, steal money. Haha, <laughs> Dallas said uh, he needs medic bag. <laughs> Haha, meme's funny. At the end of the game, you're joined by like 22 other, like, new, like, heisters into your gang, including people like, you know, Richard, aka Jacket, from, uh, Hotline Miami to uh, Jimmy from the movie Horrible Henry, uh, John Wick, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ethan and Hila Klein from, uh, YouTube channel H3H3, and... <laughs> And, and like this is all canon by the way. <laughs> Isn't Scarface in the game as well? Yes, Tony Montana himself is also canon to payday two, And he's, you know, stealing money in drugs and crap with you. And uh Yeah, one of your dudes just happens to be like a former archaeologist, so it's like, hey, we found these ancient artifacts. It's like uh what do they say when we put them together? It's like, oh, apparently these are alien artifacts, they came from another planet, and they they say that the original four heisters are just the latest incarnations of four legendary thieves throughout time and time travel stuff is included. It's not important. <laughs> and oh it it goes it goes places. So we we need we need to stop Nephilim, which if you don't know what Nephilim are, they're human angel hybrids, uh, from taking over the world. So let's break into the White House, which is currently holding like another alien artifact, which we are going to use to transfer the consciousness of our sick and dying informant friend Bane into the brain of the US president so he can pardon the entire payday gang of all crimes and we save the day somehow
0: makes sense to me (laughs)
2: like what excuse me what so that that's the plot of payday (laughs) and just just the idea that like scarface is there good old tony montana and you know ethan klein just sitting there it's like yeah this is Normal. <laughs> like, that didn't just go from zero to ten. That went from, z- like, zero to a million. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. PD is weird. Like, uh... Like, I like my chaotic stuff, but that is just... <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, Alex, you were talking about, um... Like, how weird the ending of Trigger Witch was last, uh... uh yeah. Last podcast. Yeah, Trigger Witch has nothing on PD 2. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it had its time in the spotlight for a week or two.
2: So yeah, that's uh, that's been the games that I've been playing. So Alex, what's up with you? <laughs>
0: well, nothing, nothing that big. That's for sure. Um, uh, I finished No More Heroes three. It's Yay. it's it's very good. It's it's very very good. It's a good um, entry into this, uh, like a, a third entry into the series. I would recommend playing it, but like, don't expect more than what you would. It- what, than what you would expect from a normal heroes game, but it's it's a solid entry. Um, yeah. You you have uh, you have I can't remember what they're called now. It's like I think Death Gloves. I think that's what it's called. Like uh, more like it's almost like magic in a way, but not really. So you can set like um you can do like a drop kick from a distance to enemies. You can slow down time. Um, what else can you do? You can send enemies like project them backwards from a distance and what was the other one? Oh, and like a cloud that rains projectiles in like a short radius so if you can time them right with everything it actually gives a lot more variety to the gameplay which
3: hmm.
0: yeah which is actually which was actually really good and the the intergalactic side of things where you're climbing intergalactic assassin rankings works so well for the story like it, because at the end of No More Heroes 2, you think, okay, where can they really go with this? He's you know number one in the rankings twice now,
2: but just adding in what, that yeah, do what every game does when they like can't get any higher, go to space, space! <laughs> pretty much
0: yeah, and you and you get to like pilot mechs as well, and he's got like an like a cheap knockoff Iron Man suit. That
2: <laughs> and, like, I, I've I've seen the transformation. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: Funny. It's it's very fun, it's it's really good and Suda51 was saying don't expect No More Heroes 4 for quite some time, but the ending does lead into a fourth game
2: Of course it does Yeah, so just, oh, there will
0: be another game but probably like 2031 or something Knowing knowing him
1: Will we get an F-Zero game before then?
0: No <laughs> Probably not <laughs> I wouldn't count on it I'd count on No More Heroes 4 before a new F-Zero mm. Yeah but I gave it 8 out of 10 in total. I still can't get past the the exploration. It just felt like a chore. Uh but yeah, oh well. You win some, you lose some. Uh next one I've been playing is Toem, which I've had to unfortunately delay my review cuz I'm soft locked out of the game. Um mm. which is a bit of Oof. Yeah, which is a bit of a shame, but like it's uh it's a patch they're working on. I think they hope to have it out by the game's launch, so I just have to delay my review for a bit. But what I've played is really cool so far. So have you guys
2: seen Toem? I have not.
1: I think I have. I can't remember.
2: Luckily you was... have a link down here that I can check out. There you go. It
0: was in the it was in the last Indie World presentation. It's basically black and white, top down adventure game, but you have a camera which enters into three D and you basically uh, just go yeah
2: i think
1: oh uh, yeah this. yeah yeah don't don't, basically... don't google search just tell them because it thinks it's time
0: yeah oh my god the amount of autocorrects
2: corrects my reviews done for me in google docs
0: <laughs> ah! <Yeah. laughs> i was talking
2: to, i was talking to nathan about this before the podcast but i had to like rewire my brain for my sonic colors review to spell it the american way no <laughs> <laughs> so i know how I'm... you feel and then my review, I have a "Why you a Way you to get it
1: together with exclamation marks at the end of them so it thinks it's the end of a sentence.
2: Yeah,
0: Oh, just yeah. Game names can be very <laughs> frustrating. Uh, but yeah, T- Tohem is from what I played so far. It's it's really cute. It's really really good. Um, it's it's quite ambiguous in a lot of ways. There was one part at a lighthouse that because uh, the light is out, you have to um, you have to use your camera to show where where like the boats are and there's currently a storm so then you show that photo to the lighthouse keeper and then he's like oh point your camera in the direction of where i need them to go and but what you're supposed to do because i had to email the pr rep who sent me the code i was like i have no idea what to do i'm stuck like i've tried the camera every possible angles i've set it up on the tripod i've taken photos of every side i don't know what to do apparently you're supposed to zoom in and tell which boats are actually boats and not part of the rock which uh. doesn't help because his dialogue specifically says tell me which way to point so yeah it doesn't... that's
2: super confusing yeah, yeah. So it, took,
0: it took me a while and funnily enough that's where it soft locked on me um no fun yeah i know right but once once he got back to me about that and he was like oh yeah this is what you do bang straight away I knew how to do it but I'm just like how would you have gotten from A to B on that it's so yeah so that's the frustrating thing it's quite ambiguous in a lot of it's that
1: artificial difficulty in puzzle games where information is missing
2: yeah
0: exactly it's the the question isn't worded correctly to get to the answer
1: so it doesn't so it's like doing maths in high school again
0: yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> aside from that though i'm actually really enjoying it it is it is quite good speaking of games i've been enjoying though is knights and guns holy crap this game is so good and i did not expect it i i did actually get a code for it i just bought it because it was it's currently 70% off at launch Ooh. yeah and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it. Because I looked up reviews. I'm like, okay, is this game actually good? And not many places have done reviews. So I'm like, okay, I buy this for six, seven bucks, Australian, down from 22 50 I do a quick review and put it out there so people can know what the game is. I give it nine out of 10. It was so good. The music is awesome. Um, it's basically Bubble Trouble. Do you guys remember that game? Yes. Yes. Like, yeah, the old mini clip game. Yeah. Uh, oh, mini clip. It's basically that, but like modern and times ten and like there's an there's an open there's an overworld map. Um you can do side quests, all this kind of stuff. Um I only really gave it nine out of ten because basically it's still a bubble trouble type game. At the end of the day, you can only polish that so much. But everything yeah. they've done yeah. is great. So, but I would have given it an 8 out of 10 if not for the music. The music is ridiculously good. Stella. Yeah, like it's either it's either metal or like pop punk or punk with like instrumental that is like slightly medieval theme
1: and it it works really well. So so here's where it feels weird. A game being 70% off at launch usually means it's not good
0: that's what i thought so but and then i only saw one review and they were like yeah it's really good i'm like okay i'll, I'll give it a go what's the worst worst thing that can happen i lose 675
3: yeah or, yeah
0: it well, was 675 it was um but we still get a review out for it and people you know we can help people see if this game is really good or not and yeah i was really surprised and i bought it i'm like this game is incredible
1: and you get to talk about it on the podcast that's also true yeah
0: and last thing, Pokemon Green. I am very hit and miss with Pokemon Green. <laughs> uh, I'm still in Lavender Town. So I've done nothing. Oof. So no update you with that one. haven't touched it for two weeks. I've touched it, but I'm still working through the tower, and it's just been incredibly slow going.
1: Fair.
0: Yeah. Then again, I shouldn't. It shouldn't be slow going, because all the channelers, they all say, like, I don't know, like the Japanese version of... Whatever they say, it's just like foo, 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 and that's it. And it's just like some weird, oh, yeah. like, yeah, like the Japanese, it's like Japanese onomatopoeia, basically. It's just, but oh, you look at it as, like, oh, what's
1: this mean? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, I don't even need to look it up, look up what it was. I'm just like, okay, that's that is what it is, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. So we'll move on to the news. But uh, first up, as always, I uh, just want to have a bit of a chat about our Patreon. So for one. Just $1 per month, you can get the podcast two to three days early. Uh, It all goes towards supporting the website, paying writers, keeping everything running as per normal. And if we hope to reach the $100 per month goal, we'll make the podcast a weekly show, which will be good for all the news that we have to tackle. So Then we can make the podcast a little bit more of a reasonable time. But moving into the news, uh, Nathan, do you want to take this first one?
1: Sure do. Uh, So Project Triangle Strategy has been announced to be shown off at the Tokyo Game Show this year. And like previously mentioned, Nintendo won't be. Yeah. But that's so what call- what's the bet it's gonna be called Triangle Strategy here?
0: Oh, uh, I'd I'd put money on it.
1: Yeah. They I, weren't yeah, going I, to I'd call Octopath Traveler Octopath Traveller, right? Yep. It was it was originally called Project Octopath, wasn't it?
0: I think it was Project Octopath Traveller.
1: Yeah, so they just got rid of the project. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, Triangle Strategy is probably the title of the game.
0: I wonder if they had a meeting about that. I was like, what should we call this game? Project After Path Traveler, like they've got it written on a whiteboard, and someone just comes up on the razor and just rubs out Project. <gasps> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's high. Promote cool. it, man. <laughs> Promoted, man. <laughs> but but yeah, this looks like it will be uh, exciting to get news about this. Yeah, what's... Because the demo was really good. I still haven't played it. I yeah, really need same. to. Yeah, just... It's...
0: Yeah, I just keep losing it's track. It's good
1: to have your choices actually make a difference in game. Because mm. they're actually fully, completely different levels, depending on what your choices are.
2: Ooh, fun.
1: Yeah. Like, it, it facilitates a lot of different, like, gameplays. That's really cool. Or you could
2: just do the uh, the option of multiple save files. Just play every single variation of the game. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's a hard pass from me, but I, uh, Nathan, I would wager you'll be
1: doing that. Possibly. <laughs> Not for the review, though. Fair. But that's... No, that that would take way too long. Because I think they yeah. said it was like a 60 to 80 hour game, as is. Yeah. That's huge. And that's not including, you know, resetting the level so you don't have people die.
2: Uh, Yeah, safe scum.
1: Hey, who doesn't do that fire emblem on classic difficulty?
0: I just don't play on classic difficulty.
1: Gosh, why do we even talk with you? (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: I'm the host.
2: (laughs) Brutal, though. Sick burn. That was good. Bravo! Yeah, yeah, well
0: done. Um, so yeah, TGS what September thirty to October third. So only two three weeks away for that one. Yeah, not long. Yeah, but then the other games they're showing off is you know Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy, which we won't even get here um, on Switch. That is because it's cloud version. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen not on Switch. Neo World Ends with You already out. Which by the way, the video review just came up. Oh, that Don't took me.
2: All- Talking long enough? Oh, way too long. <laughs>
0: I felt such relief when it came when it when it
1: when you hit publish.
0: Oh, such a relief! I was it was just you know when you have something to do and you just keep putting it off because other things coming up come up and then you and you go back to it and then something else comes up. And yeah, my Sonic like Colors five, review. There you go, <laughs> like five <laughs> reviews at the same time. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Ah. Oh. I'm glad I I'm glad I got it up because it was a it was a great review, um. So yeah, on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash-switchbook, go check that out. Um. But anyway, so yeah, and they're showing Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier. Is that the second?s
1: I would assume that'd be episode two.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool. N- n- no, I believe that's the weird battle royale side oh. game thing that they're doing.
0: Oh, that's a hard pass then. Yeah, <laughs> not for me. Each to their own, but not for me. Uh, Moving on, I'll take the next one because quite topical. No More Heroes 3 went back to open world exploration because Suda51 missed it from 2. So that was basically it. That's that's the only reason. But like, I liked the menu based system in No More Heroes 2. I know it was a bit controversial, but.
2: Yeah, a lot of people actually preferred the uh, open worldness of uh, 1. So, like, I Mm. get why you wanted to go back to this?
0: yeah so so do i like i get it that you can like explore santa destroy and in this one you can go to other places as well it's just it's so bare bones it's not like gta or yakuza and especially coming from yakuza recently and then going into this world there's nothing to do in the whole like instead of like going to this place going to this person on the other side of the island to simply talk about you know how you need to mow their lawn Mm -hmm. and then you mow their
1: lawn it's like uh, I I could have done without that. I mean, there there's a bit of that in the yakuza as well.
0: Yeah, but there's more Keep variety going back
1: to a peach tree.
0: Yeah, but there's <laughs> there's more variety in the yakuza games. Like each story yeah, no, there's
1: also a lot, and the stories are just ridiculous. That it's fun.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like the
1: aforementioned peach tree. Yeah,
0: <laughs> what's what's that one from? It's
1: from seven. seven. You'll you'll yeah. find it eventually.
0: I'll get, I'll get there. I'm still on. I haven't started Yakuza Zero yet, but I'm working on that.
2: Yeah, that th- th- that Peach Tree uh, side story is just so dumb and so long.
0: <sighs> I'm really curious now, but <laughs> I don't want to spoil the or, surprise or the uh, the uh, club with the uh,
2: the Yakuza
1: boss. There's a lot of clubs with the Yakuza boss. I've got to say, it. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to like say it without spoiling it. The one who becomes like a recruit. Yeah, no, nothing,
3: nothing.
1: Okay, the the one that is kinky.
0: We're really going explicit this episode,
1: aren't we? <laughs> Does that get it or not? No. <laughs> okay, I'll just leave it with that. Yeah, just just leave it.
2: <laughs>
0: So that's why Suda51 wanted No More Heroes 3 to be open world. Yes. And, that, and that's why it got an 8 out of 10 and not a 9 out of 10 from me. But that's a personal thing. Because I think I gave No More Heroes 2 91 because I really enjoyed... One, I really the enjoyed... The system. Yeah, and it's that's very unlike me, but I really enjoyed how snappy it was and it just went straight to the story. And I really enjoyed as well the retro games. And you only get one retro game in No More Heroes 3. And the rest of it kind of goes back to the original, where it was like you know again mow their lawn, pick up scorpions for reasons and stuff like that. So I actually what really. What was the
1: first one you played? One. Okay.
0: I played in order. I d- I haven't played um, uh, Travis Strikes Back or Travis Strikes Again. Yeah, that, that indie... was more of
2: a side thing though.
0: More exactly of like a
2: direct sequel. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I thought I didn't have to play it. I might play it eventually, but Yeah, I've, i played one, two, and three in that order. I wasn't gonna start with No More Heroes too. I'm not a not a maniac.
1: I mean if it was your only option that you could play.
0: Nah, I got I got code from Marvelous for uh the first two when it came to Switch. But well, there you go. Yeah. Thank you, Marvelous. That uh was a Marvelous decision. <laughs> So I was waiting for that. I was trying to move on before you said it. Wait, <laughs> wait.
1: <laughs> I beat you.
0: Uh, Nathan, do you want to take the next one?
1: Yeah. Uh, so um, this is something I thought we should put out at least, You know, so there's more information on it, because I didn't know about this. Uh, so uh, sign up to the uh, Pokemon Trainer Club newsletter by September 25th to get a shiny Celebi and a Dada Zarude, or Zarude, I don't know how to pronounce it. Zarude stands Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know you're going to. Uh, But that's from the uh, new upcoming movie, Secrets of the Jungle, which finally is getting dubbed. I think it's been out in Japan for the longest time. Hmm. And you get codes to have them in Sword and Shield. Cool. So, you know, if you want two free, you know, what is it, Mythic Pokemon, because you can only get them from codes. There you go. Yeah,
0: okay. People still playing Sword and Shield? Yes. Um. I, yeah. I mean, I mean for for someone like myself who just stopped playing as soon as I finished the game. It's not and that's and that's just me, that's a personal thing, but like yeah, I just found it difficult to go back to To be fair, it's
1: put in the code and you get free Pokemon. Well, yeah, true. Also I think it's the only way you can get Zarude. Uh, it's one of them. Yes, that's what I mean. It's like the mythic Pokemon yeah. you can get the free codes. Also, shiny Celebi's pretty cute with it being pink.
0: Yeah, it does look pretty cute, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, get yourself a profile, and you can do, you know, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Show. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Level 60, natural cure, holds a lucky egg. Nice. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty decent.
1: Uh, next one. Mystery Dungeon is a heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Next one, there's a brand new 3D platformer announced for Nintendo Switch coming next year from Tinyware Games. So misc or miscellaneous, A Tiny Tail, and straight away when you look at this, you'll instantly see Chibi Robo. And like,
1: instant.
0: Yeah, instantly. But I don't. It looks. It looks inspired like it's clearly inspired by Chibi Robo. Even the developers have come forward and said like it's clearly inspired by it. Um they took a photo of the of their little mascot next to a Chibi Robo amiibo. So yeah, they're very much, you know, inspired by it. But they it still looks quite unique as well. Like it's it's got more of a outdoors nature kind of setting rather than Chibi Robo being inside. Like, inside a house and whatnot, and cleaning up a house. So, uh, this this looks incredible. I love 3D platformers. I think I've said that way too many times on this podcast, but... Um, so, it takes inspiration from, obviously, Chibi-Robo, Pikmin, Undertale, and Benji-Kazooie. Get rid of Undertale and Pikmin. I'm down. I mean, you can keep in P- Undertale and Pikmin, but... The struggle with Pikmin. I never got into it.
1: But yeah, I can... doesn't mean, you know... It... That's where the natural aspect of it comes from.
0: It's a subjective opinion, definitely. Yeah, Pik- Pikmin is great if you if you like that genre for sure.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing any kind of you know Undertale inspiration from. Yeah, that's what I was from, from the trailer. About. So that probably means there's some shenanigans in there, which like personally I'm not into. Just why I don't really like Undertale that much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's it might be more like um the dialogue might be inspired by it. You know, it, it could be something loose like that. They just they just like the writing of Undertale or something.
2: My Cause... biggest gripe of Undertale. Fair enough. Also the you know the the <laughs>
1: oppressive, you know, fans when it first came out. Uh that I mean that Like a, we, that's we've mentioned thing. it before about the Smash Bros thing.
0: Yeah. That's a different thing, though. That's that's a fan base. You can't blame the game for that. Yeah, but
1: it has a negative effect on it. I guess. Because it's associated with it. I guess. But it's just human nature for that to be the case. Mm.
0: Anyways, yeah. I'm lo- I'm just looking through this trailer again. It looks like a game that might struggle a little bit on Switch, honestly. Like, it looks... Yeah. It looks pretty decent for... I don't know if it's coming to other platforms as well. Would probably be curious about that, but
1: yeah. I would assume at least PC.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. PC. Um, I'm actually. Oh yeah, I just got to the end of the trailer. I was just watching in the background. Switch and PC. Via Steam. There you
1: go. Yeah, so the that I... that's where I think most places are releasing things nowadays. Switch and PC.
0: Yeah, especially especially indie games.
1: Very much so, indie games.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it looks like there's a little bit here—a heartfelt adventure with Buddy and Bag Boy, two tiny robots made from miscellaneous items. So yeah, I think he's like a made from like a tin can. Yeah, like a little tin and, can. And he
1: has a bag on his head. Yeah,
0: <laughs> as you would. Oh, Which
1: I, makes me think of uh, fairly your parents. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's also <laughs> got a weapon on his back. It's a safety pin, but he never actually pulls the pin out. He uses it as a club but yeah. it's a safety, it's a safety pin, so it's like it's, it's kind a of
1: safety pin. <laughs> yeah,
0: because it, so it's kind of tongue in cheek like that as well. But I'm pretty keen on that. I reckon that's that's something that's a game I'll look forward to next year. It'll be on my radar. Uh, Jake, do you want to take the next one?
2: Uh, next one, do do Lego Super Mario 64 question block has been unveiled. Unveiled. Word I butchered. <laughs> Close enough. good enough i know how to english i mean it looks cool but that is going to be expensive oh yeah, yeah. Anything lego is going to be expensive especially if it's you know mario stuff oh yeah and then like this much detail
1: into it as well
2: yeah like it looks
1: great
0: yeah it's like because it's the original like the first level in super mario 64
2: first two levels yeah you got first like two levels sorry yeah, what was it? It was Did like Bob on Battlefield, the uh Cool yeah. Cool Mountain, you got you know the castle itself. And the castle. Mm. And then a giant question block.
0: It's really cool, but like for anything like this, I just wonder what you do once you look at it for ten minutes.
1: It's a display piece. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's true.
1: Just like the um like the Mario TV thing. You play for for, you know, ten minutes and then put it on display and never touch it again.
0: Yeah. Mm. That is. It, it Most is Lego cool is display
1: pieces functionally.
0: Yeah, it's gotten to that bit, especially like, uh I've got a, I've got a coworker who collects like Star Wars Lego, like and all those ones, and yeah, his, he's just, ha- he just has like a room dedicated to Star Wars Lego. Jeez. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and I'm like, do you ever go in there? And he's like, no, I just like having it all in there. I was like, okay, yeah, it's your house.
2: I, I get it. I. I have a mini Transformers <laughs> shrine up, up here. So, like, I guess. Which would be a lot
1: larger if you had room for it. Yep.
2: <laughs> or if that figure you ordered actually showed up. It, it said it's finally shipped. I have waited a year for it.
0: It's uh, <laughs> still coming. It's still coming.
2: Uh, it's because, uh, was it? It didn't have a uh, saying it was sold out when yeah, you ordered it, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, the, the site didn't say it was sold out, so I, I brought it and only recently said it's shit because they got new stock in they which is annoying but uh yeah back to the uh the actual you know news thing uh we were talking about uh how expensive this could be uh yeah down at the bottom of the thing it says the the block itself is set at 169.99 is that usd or you... uh it doesn't That'd be say US. yeah it'd probably be us so it would be way over like so Wait. around the two hundred mark. Yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty. Mm. Yeah, I'd I'd probably yeah, go
1: no.
0: probably go two fifty as well based on like tax and all that as well. Oh yeah, because
2: they you wouldn't
1: factor in their tax. Yeah, so probably about two fifty, two seventy.
0: Yeah, hard pass for me.
1: Yeah, very expensive. Yeah, that's plastic. a hard pass. Mm-hmm.
0: But it is cool. Like mm. exactly as well. It's good for a, it's good for. Designers. I will give it.
1: It is cool, but that is it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And if I ever want to see it again, I'll re-watch the trailer. I reckon I'll leave it at that.
1: Or you get a rich friend who probably already has purchased it. Yeah, I need to
0: find one of them. Still working on that. Eventually. <laughs> a, a French retailer insider, so Nintendo Alerts, that was very hard to say, uh, hints that the standard Nintendo Switch model may get a price cut of €60 Euros when the Switch OLED launches. Uh, that's reduced from two fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, GBP, Great Britain.
1: No, no, that's what it is actually now on the UK, yeah. my Nintendo site so it's already been reduced
2: Right, oh, oh yeah, oh, that's okay, okay.
1: Yeah, that's why I, I, I've tried to say that beforehand but yeah, it's already yeah. been reduced
0: Yeah, so so starting to like, starting to see that happen so we'll be curious when that yeah. happens it's like and US
1: Switch. I'll just have a look what the original price was mm.
0: But that's that's really exciting, it makes sense like I would hope the OLED eventually gets a price drop to the original Switch price
1: but yeah I yeah so it was originally on oh no, a so it was originally 279 so it's dropped 20 pound
0: yeah so works out about 40 Australian dollars 30 35 US bit more
1: than I think
0: 40 yeah, yeah yeah 40 50 give or take
1: yeah but still yeah. Any- and that makes sense. And, um, I don't know if you saw the story about the uh, EB Games adding making the deal to trade in your Switch more expensive.
0: Yes, yeah, I did see that.
1: Yeah, so initially it was to get the Swoiled, uh You had to trade in your Switch and you got it at a certain price. <laughs> but now you have to trade in your Switch and two games to get it at that price.
0: The Swirled's catching on. <laughs>
1: it's It's just easier to say it. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, so I mean this is what four and a half years and years in the making for a price drop. So the Switch Yeah. The like it's Switch, about time. Yeah, it had a decent run at full price and obviously they've sold probably close to ninety million now. So I think from a business standpoint it made ridiculous sense to not drop it.
1: Oh yeah. Especially during the uh pandemic.
0: Yeah. Exactly. With and with all of it selling, why would you sell? Why would you reduce something that's selling like hotcakes? Like, why wouldn't, as a business, why wouldn't yeah. you
1: continue to maximize it? Because it's, it's starting to hit its twilight years now. So now's the best time to reduce it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I think now that the price drop and with the OLED or the SWOLED, sorry, coming out, um, I reckon now's like that second wave, like that second push Nintendo are going to start doing. Um, which is interesting because, like, it depends on how long the Switch's life span is going to go for because they said it will be longer i'm hoping as long as possible because that way we can keep our name and we don't have to change SwitchaBoo. <laughs> i've been dreading that now, day co- yeah yeah kind now- of
2: kind of short-sighted yep
1: yeah now the question i've uh wonder is the with the price cut is that going to extend to the uh, switch oled or is that still going to be the price that they've said it will be
0: that I right i'd be very surprised if that gets a price cut i can see it price cut maybe after the holiday period. Yeah. Maybe if it doesn't sell well. Like, because everyone just then just goes for the regular model, which has now been discounted.
1: And it's now significantly cheaper.
0: Yeah, so they'll probably see how it goes with the holiday period, and if it doesn't sell then, well.
1: Like yeah. with the original 3DS launch.
0: Yeah, exactly. Although I think that was a bit different because they didn't have... 80 to 90 million units sold anyway so and yeah and the the, that was the later years of the wii and early wii u days so they kind of had to to sell something at that time whereas switch is like selling like hotcakes to begin with oh yeah but very very interesting and very good find on this because that's yeah that's very interesting like four and a half years first price drop Um anyone want to take the next one?
2: I'd say Jake. Yeah, I'll take it. Alright, so Platinum says it's proud of Bayonetta 3 and wants to show it, but it's not our decision what to say and when. So yeah, still no news. Yeah. <laughs> no like news. A... No news other than the fact that you know, we w- we Nintendo's want we reason. want to give you news, but we can't. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah,
0: it probably it probably would be Nintendo, um, who's just holding off on announcing something because they probably want to show it in a more complete state.
1: Yeah. Also, if the Nintendo has a track record recently of just showing stuff not long before it releases.
0: Yeah. Because I, I mean, like.
1: Why are you aware Get It Together it was announced at E3 and it's already out.
0: Yeah, I feel like Nintendo are either one extreme or the other, where they like to show like short term games and then they, then long-term games. So they've got their yeah. short-term games like Warrior where, like, you know, a lot of the, like, Metroid Dread, where they show something off and then, like, within six months it's out. And then they've got the long-term games like Breath of the Wild 2, uh, Metroid Prime 4,
2: those kind of games. So Bayonetta 3. <laughs> Bayonetta 3, yeah. Shimigami Tensei 5. Yeah, we're at, like, we're nearly at day 1,400 of, oh like, God. no although,
1: news. Although, although, did we actually get a little bit of news recently?
2: Kind of, but not really. Okay, you are uh, goading me into this. Uh, so, yes. because <laughs> so, I know this is what something you want to talk yeah, about. Th- this is something I uh, I talk about because like I really like voice actors and stuff. That's kind of like a side uh, passion mm-hmm. of mine. But um, uh, the voice actress for Bayonetta, Helena Taylor is uh, replied to someone on Twitter saying, like, oh, I can't imagine Bayonetta without you. And, like, she kind of says, you might have to. So she's kind of hinting that she's not the voice of Bayonetta anymore. Yeah. She's really sad.
0: Yeah, because she was fantastic.
2: Yeah, her, her voice performance as Bayonetta is... Like, exceptional yeah you, you can't imagine bayonetta without her voice so like the the idea that of it yeah the idea of it being someone else trying to be bayonetta is just gonna you know not sit well with a lot of people yeah and she plays that like
1: you know that classy like seductress really well as well mm.
0: yeah it's uh I, I can't imagine bayonetta without any other voice actor but I don't know. They might surprise us. Who, who knows? But it. I just wonder why she wouldn't be doing Bayonetta in the third game.
2: Maybe they found someone cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's usually what happens. Yeah. That's... Especially with the um, was it the voice actors union? Mm-hmm. Yep. The second someone gets into a uh into the voice actors union, they become significantly more expensive. That's why um. That's why in, like, a lot of the uh, re-releases of, uh, you know, Persona games, especially, like, anything from Persona 4 onward, uh, Kanji was replaced. Yeah, Kanji was originally voiced by uh, Troy Baker, of all people, like, back in his Mm -hmm. early uh, voice acting days. Now he's been replaced with uh, Matt Mercer. So, yeah, because Troy Baker... Like, in 2012, I think, he got into the uh, Voice Actors Guild and got, like, hit after hit after hit, like, uh, voice roles. Like, um, Booker, De- yeah, yeah, ex- Booker DeWitt promoted. from um, uh, Bioshock Infinite was, I, th- I think, like, his biggest one of that year. But uh, I think he was also in, like, Red Dead and a whole bunch of other, like, massive Wasn't he games. also in
1: Borderlands, the but-
2: Yes, Troy Baker was the voice of Reese from Border- That's uh, it. Tales from the Borderlands. And That's what I was trying to yeah, think of. He was too expensive to reprise his role for Borderlands 3, so he was replaced with um, I'm blanking it on his name, but uh, the voice of Noctis from uh, Final Fantasy 15.
3: Huh.
2: The more you know. So yeah, I know a lot about voice actors. <laughs>
0: Well, there we go. That's good for me to know. The
1: Jake's future. voice actor com- uh,
2: corner.
0: <laughs> have you ever done voice acting yourself? Yes, I have. Nice. In mm,
2: video yeah. games? <laughs> I-, I wish. Like, a lot, a lot <laughs> of the stuff uh, that I was in either, like, never got made or, you know, was, like, some obscure, like, flash animation. Right. Yeah. Might
0: my- my pay to, you know, put your name out there, like, for that kind of work you know yeah you, you, I've,
2: I've i've been meaning to do it for a while but i've been you know bogged down with like a lot of other stuff
0: oh yeah, that's fair yeah but like if if you do it for like dirt cheap to start off with just to get your you know yeah. you know a bit of experience on like a resume there are plenty of indie indie games that look for it as well mm. uh but anyways speaking of platinum games uh jake while whilst you're on platinum
2: games you want to finish this one <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Platinum Games is interested in bringing Star Fox Zero to the Switch. Did it could anyone. Be good. Yeah. Did anyone play Star Fox Zero? Because I didn't.
0: I did. I didn't. I did play it. I didn't mind it. Uh. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that, you didn't yeah, mind that, it. That, okay. Yeah. Wrap up. Let's uh, go ahead. Yeah, wrap it up. There we go. <laughs> it's. um. Uh, how can I put it? It's, it's all right, I guess. Like, th- it is very awkward with the gamepad. I don't know yeah. how you would redo it with, like, without that, because it's so, the game is so focused on it. It's, it felt like rubbing, I think so many of you said this as well, use this um analogy, but it's like rubbing your head and patting your belly and swapping back yeah. and forth. Like, it, it just felt so, it felt, you know, because Miyamoto, he loves doing weird stuff like that, whether it's going to be beneficial for the game or not. And it felt realistic to the point where it hindered enjoyment. Yeah, that was Star Fox Zero.
2: Like, like motion controls in general. Why would, like, yeah, it feels more realistic to swing a controller and but pretend it's a sword, but fun. like, press a button. Yeah, press a button. Speak-
0: Speaking of, like, No More Heroes 3, I did exactly the same thing. I was, like, playing with a pro controller the whole game. Like, eh, for the review's sake, I'll try out the Joy-Con, Played it for 10 minutes. It's like, it works. It ain't, ain't going to be my choice of how to play it, though.
1: It's less precise. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's also more of a workout.
0: That's true. I'll just play Ring Fit and for it's that. We've got though. Ring Fit Adventure for that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Snap. Um, So yeah, so they were saying, because this was an interview with, if I can find it, uh, Atsushi Inaba, so from Platinum Games, that's Platinum Games boss, so he was saying the important thing to remember there is that because it's Nintendo's IP, the ideas are coming from Miyamoto-san himself. We have to respect what Miyamoto-san wants to do. Of course, at that time, there was a lot of discussion between Platinum and Nintendo, but if the opportunity came up to bring Star Fox Zero to the Switch again, it would be more of a question of what he would like to do in that opportunity, and of course, we would respect that again. So, it's very much... Miyamoto, it's up to you. Yeah. Which, considering the backlash, I don't think they ever would. That it got... It's, it... I
1: mean, you'd make this Wii U even more redundant. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: That's true. What would you ever go back to a Wii U now? It'd basically be for Nintendo Land, Game and Wario. That's all I can think of.
1: Oh uh, you might be getting two very good remasters.
0: Oh yeah, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very true. Wind Waker I loved. I love that Wind Waker remake. That was really Wind cool. Waker was
1: an exceptional
0: remake. ha. Oh. Love that game. So moving on, we've got the indie roundup. So this section is where we just like to talk about upcoming indie games, uh, whether so whether they've just been hyped up and uh, they look really, really nice, or whether it's basically just to put some attention towards games that may not have the attention they deserve. So first one is definitely a game that has had a lot of attention, that's Eastwood. Coming on the 16th of September, which by the time this Podcast is up to the public would be already out this one was the big game that was right at the end it was the one more thing at the end of the last indie world presentation so escape the tyrannical or the tyrannical clutches of a subterranean society and join eastwood's unlikely duo on an exciting adventure to the land above discover beautiful yet bizarre settlements and make new friends as you travel across the world by rail this game looks amazing this game has been on my uh, watch list for a while. It gives off big time mother vibes, mother three. Yeah, vibes. it does. Yeah, in like a top down Legend of Zelda
2: style. Yeah, its art is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, the art is a really nice, like, just to look at.
0: Yeah. And it's set in Japan, I believe. Looks like it. I'm looking at a screenshot. Um, The NPC, Masao Ayokawa. That's Japanese.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, this one has been talked about nonstop basically. It's currently ten percent off as a pre order bonus as well. And it's published by Chucklefish, who yeah, have done amazing games. Do a lot. Yeah. Wargroove comes to mind. What else has Chucklegroove done? Inmost
1: Did they publish Dodgy Valley initially?
0: Yeah, I think initially. Yeah.
1: Before he uh went independent? Yeah. I think you're right on that as well. Yeah, Chucklefish
0: are fantastic when it comes to publishing, but they rarely put games on sale, except if it's a pre-order bonus. So, for for anyone watching the indie roundup when we put that up tomorrow, or the uh, listening to our Patreon, uh, like you know, listening to it two to three days early if they're a patron, uh, definitely consider buying it before it launches on Thursday because I don't think it's going to get much cheaper than that. But yeah, so that's Eastwood. Uh, next up, <laughs> Nathan, you'll be excited about this one. Uh, 16th of September, Skatebird.
2: Yeah, yeah Skatebird. Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> I've, yeah, I've been casually following the development on uh, Skatebird for many years now.
0: Yeah, I did
1: a...
2: It just looks like a chill game.
0: Yeah, it does. I did a... Way back when we used to do a Kickstarter um article where we would like highlight one Kickstarter campaign per week and this we did it on or I did it on Skatebird and I was like yeah this this is pretty chill. So I'd read the synopsis but it's basically just a Tony Hawks game with a bird. And it looks really cute. It
2: can it's yep, and, well yeah, air. that that's all you need. It's Tony Hawk but bird. Yeah. The literal bird. The music
1: now. has that like um
2: like that feel but it's also a bit more
1: chill music wise.
0: Yeah, and it lo- it looks adorable, like because everything obviously you're a bird, so you're in the screen. Everything is small. Yeah, exactly. It just looks really. Your cute. Your rails
1: are bendy straws, not uh, you know, rails.
0: Yeah, exactly, bendy straws. Uh, there's like a card. I think that's a card house. I'm looking at there.
1: Maybe got the couch from the looks of it. Yeah. So, yeah, the couch cushions as a as a ramp going up.
0: Yeah, I've been really I've been pretty excited about this one as well. So that one's also on Thursday. On Friday, I talked about it earlier. Uh, Toem comes out. Uh, definitely make sure it's got the day one patch, so you don't soft lock yourself <laughs> out of the game. But if you're just watching the the video of this, I'll explain it a little bit more. So set off on a delightful expedition and use your photographic photographic eye to uncover the mystic. Uh, Wow, I can't read today. The mysteries of the magical Toem in this hand drawn adventure game. Chat with quirky characters, solve their problems by snapping neat photos, and make your way through a relaxing landscape. So, top down, top down adventure game, but you go into a 3D view to take photos. It's very cute. It's very, very cute. And I've got a weird affinity with black and white games, like grayscale games. I just think it's a very cool art style.
2: Am I the only one who thinks that? It's It it, Honestly, it depends on the game for me. That's fair. I just find it
0: pops a little bit more. In in this circumstance, anyways. But yeah, that's on Friday. Also on Friday, we've got Nexamon. So, about a year ago, Nexamon Extinction released on Switch. So that was the sequel. This is the mobile game version. It's basically... It's basically an indie Pokemon game.
1: But, so,
0: uh,
2: yeah, another indie Pokemon I game. I saw an
1: ad for it on my phone. i like, this just looks like Pokemon. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> well,
2: Boy, it, it, it's like Pokemon Company is kind of, you know, not living up to its standards as of recent years, huh? And people well, so are trying what to, is to this, feel the, the point. Is everyone trying to make a Pokemon?
1: <laughs> have we gone back in time?
0: Yes. Yes, we have.
1: I mean... We have a Digimon game coming out.
0: There you go. So with this one, get ready to explore a world where you can catch, evolve, and collect over three hundred unique Nexamon. Embark on an epic journey and build your ultimate team to take on powerful tamers and their fearsome Nexamon. I didn't really need to read that out. That was pretty self explanatory.
2: Yeah, it it's 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 Pokemon but not. Yeah. The fact that they have a as Mon as well just like Yeah, like it's yeah. it's a bit mm-hmm. on the nose, guys.
1: It's it's not just on the nose. It's like, hey, it's a what was it the oh don't copy my homework or at least change <laughs> it up kind of thing. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it is that spot on.
0: But it's only it's only ten US dollars. I think it's apparently it's got a good following as well next month. So I mean, it's a, it's an indie Pokemon game. You kind of go into it knowing what to expect. Yeah, but if you want a little bit more of that, it's it's probably a bad time release it to release it. You know, right? A couple months before the Diamond and Pearl remakes,
1: mm, you it's know. probably the best time to release it because people are on like, a, "I want more Pokemon games."
0: Yeah, that's true. I was thinking maybe like May or June or something. September just feels a bit mm. too close.
1: Didn't the last DLC pack not come out
0: that long ago though? True. I think you follow this more than I do though. So yeah. you're pro- you're you're probably right. I'll listen to you.
1: I don't know how long ago. I know it was a like a bit, but it wasn't that long ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Last one for Friday. So another one happening this Friday is Tales of Iron. So that's Tales spelt like T-A-I-L-S. Yep, like a rat's tail. Because you play as a rat. Uh, set in a grim land plagued by war, Tales of Iron is a hand-drawn RPG adventure with punishingly brutal combat. As Reggie, heir to the rat throne, you must restore your broken kingdom by banishing the merciless frog clan and their ferocious leader, Green Warts.
2: I see a rat with a gun. I'm sold. <laughs> it's Darkest Dungeon, but uh, rats.
0: What is it with you were comparing things to Darkest Dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> Anything
1: Dungeons. edgy is Darkest Dungeon, to you? <laughs> also, brutal combat RPG adventure.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It looks
1: cool, though.
0: It like it does. It does look really cool. Yeah, that art style was, ah, oh, it's awesome. It's almost got like a... The
1: frog looks creepy, though. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's true. I've got I like, again I've got another affinity with like an art style where like the the outlines are really thick, like almost bold, like with a black. It's yeah, it's like Yeah. Yeah, you can tell it's like drawn with a thick pencil, like a, I don't know what, 2B pencil or something.
1: Cuz it's hand drawn, isn't it?
0: Yeah, hand drawn. I'm curious about the gameplay though cuz there's one screenshot that shows cards.
1: I think that's missions. Mm.
0: Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right.
2: Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm reading further down on this. Uh, this got me excited. Mm. Uh, the game is narrated by uh, Dog Cockle, the voice of Geralt from Ruvia, from The Wait. Witcher. Whoa, that's cool. That's very cool. <laughs> that's cool. To
1: bring it back to the uh,
2: voice acting part. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Doug
0: Cockle actually does quite a bit. He was uh he was the main character in State of Mind, which is like that indie game that's always ninety percent off and is actually quite average, I've heard. Yeah. But he does he does a lot of voice acting and he is a great voice actor.
2: Yeah, he is.
0: So that's something to I didn't I did actually didn't know that when I put this on there, so I'm glad you checked that.
1: It's actually the uh third thing that they put on there as their features of the game. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> <but>. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. And the last one is Ember, spelt without the second e, e m b r. But this one, this one just looks like mindless fun. I think it's online co-op. Yeah. Uh, and you're basically just firefighters. I'd be, I'd be concerned about the physics. I reckon because it looks like, it looks like one of those games where it's a bit uh you know like it's exaggerated physics and when it's in first person yeah and it's very bouncy yeah, yeah. i'd be concerned about that but if they've done it right so join ember the emergency the sorry in capitals the emergency service revolution uh and become an ember responder today fight fires and save lives while climbing the ladder of success or within the comfort of flexible working hours ember's mission is simple Bring uber firefighting to everyone, everywhere.
2: It looks cool. Yeah. I'd love to play this, but it comes out when I'm going in a state for my brother's wedding, so that's unfortunate. So (laughs) (laughs) that's very bad timing on my part, but oh well. I'll get it it later.
0: Yeah, Curve Digital as well is a good uh, indie publisher, so I tend to trust what they put out but yeah i just think that looks really cool That look quite neat so moving on uh unfortunately we don't have a patreon question this fortnight i kind of dropped the ball a little bit myself and put up the thing late and yeah we didn't get around to getting a question but that's okay we can move on to a little bit but we can move on to everyone's favorite part of the podcast name that game Okay,
1: Jake,
2: it's time to go. (laughs) This is the end of the podcast, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: will stay for this. So if you are unfamiliar with Name That Game, basically, I have a game. Uh, These guys have to work together to guess it. They have 10 hints in total. Um, So I will provide them as I go. There's five guesses they can have. There's two between one and five, two between hints six and nine, and one right at the end after the final hints. There's also two lifelines in which the yes or no question. That's the first one has to be um, redeemed first, and then the Switchaboo lifeline, which was actually uh, provided by our former writer and former podcast, um, former co- podcast contributor Rochelle Suri Tucker. So that'll be so that'll be fun. Hopefully, you guys get to hear that. Uh, but let's move on. So we'll start it off. Hit number one. This game initially launched on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on August 2nd, 2016, and came to Switch early in the console life in July 2017. The Switcher 3. (laughs) Are you going to use a guess?
1: Are you? (laughs) When did it come out? Do it because I, <laughs> I know Witcher Three came out like pretty like early on. Yeah, do it. No more Switch live spent. Okay, let's do it.
0: Goddamn, So much to edit this time, uh, but <laughs> but no, it's not Witcher Three. But you've Rax. got it out of the way. You, you, you goaded me into it.
3: <laughs>
0: the Switch version has a 77 on Metacritic. Can be can. I
1: also checks for Witcher Three.
0: Yeah can be played solo but better with multiplayer uh, was nominated for four awards at the 13th BAFTA awards and the developer is from Manchester England you have one more guest left for this initial round
2: I have no idea I've just got Eurotrip
1: in my head now because you said Manchester <laughs> Manchester. If <laughs> you're not a man, you're a wank.
2: <laughs> PG podcast, man. PG. <laughs> so much to edit. Oh my god. <laughs> At least this podcast isn't two hours like all the others have been. Yeah. Mm.
0: It helps when we record on a Monday. Less time to edit. I'm glad it's not
1: as long.
2: So yeah, I got nothing. I'm gonna need you know more stuff than that. So unless you got anything, I can yeah.
1: For clarification's sake, did it have a physical release as well as a digital release?
0: That's technically a yes or no question. Well, that can be used as a yes or no question if you can word it that way.
1: Or you could just tell us no. <laughs> And let me look it up.
0: <laughs> are you using that as a yes or no question, though?
1: No. Oh, then
0: why am I looking it up? <laughs>
3: because
1: it might come up <laughs> later. Depends on what the next, like, you know, clues are. Okay. Um. Did you say what genre it was or not?
0: I didn't say what genre it was. I just said can be played solo, but better with multiplayer. Better with multiplayer. Okay,
1: that's
2: not... Which, you know, is a lot of games. I was thinking Darksiders 2,
1: but that that wouldn't be that.
2: Wait. Wait? Payday 2? No, it's not Payday 2. Payday 2 came out in 2014.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> definitely doesn't have a 77 for the
1: Switch release. Oh yeah, it also came out on the uh the PS3, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking cuz you know that would have probably come out early, like 20 early Switch lifespan, I think. Mm.
2: Oh, the Switch lifespan's so long now. It's so hard to just think <laughs> there there was actually a Switch exclusive character for a while for the Switch version of Payday 2. Hmm. <laughs> Her name was Joy. I bet you can't guess why. Did she con you out of the game? Her shoes are literally colored like Joy-Cons. (laughs)
3: Uh-huh.
2: Oh, (laughs) goddammit. That's terrible. I know, it's pretty bad.
1: (laughs) That's terrible.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Where?
0: That's probably that same guy who named Dr. Path Traveler. Yeah, so same, probably same employee.
2: So, any other no, I can't ideas think of anything? Yeah, nothing.
1: No. I can't think of something. All
2: right, it's too vague at the moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I got nothing. Too vague. Too vague. Too early on. Moving on. All right. Developed in Unity. This game sequel released in 2018
0: and added online multiplayer. Primari- primarily developed by a two person team. And the game was situated situated next to ukulele at E3 2016.
1: That does not help.
0: If you knew the game, it would, like if you think about the hints, there actually there's more to those hints.
2: Yeah, but
1: we don't know what the game is. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, the that's the point. <laughs> so if we knew what the game was, yeah, that would if make you knew, sense. if you knew
2: the game, you'd know the answer. Duh.
0: <laughs> Think about the other hints, though. There was a lot of, lot of hints, like hints within hints there.
1: Yeah, but you, you're asking two people who almost exclusively play single player games. Yeah.
0: Broaden your horizons.
2: So I'll, I'll put... need more friends first.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wah, wah. Now I made myself feel sad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you want to ask that yes or no question?
1: No, because that's that's just—it's not going to help. Yeah.
0: That was that was such a defeatist attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't going to help
1: because oh, cool, we got a physical release. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, <laughs> cool.
1: Yep, cool. <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down at all. So it should... It's more pragmatic than uh than the defeatist.
2: Yeah, sure. So it showed off like side by side of ukulele. Mm-hmm. What? Mm trying to think of like games that came out at the same time oh brain way well, you know work Brain broken.
0: would you like me to re-read the hints as i normally do around this time yes please so initially launched on pc ps4 and xbox one on august 2nd 2016 and came to switch early in the console life in july 2017 the Switch version has a 77 on Metacritic. It can be played solo, but it's better played with multiplayer. Was nominated for 4 awards at the 13th BAFTA Awards. The developer is from Manchester, England. It's developed in Unity. This game's sequel released in 2018 and added online multiplayer. It's primarily primarily developed by a two-person team, and the game was situated situated Next to ukulele at E three twenty sixteen.
2: I thought I had it there for a sec, then, then you said something about a sequel. It's like, ah, oh, damn, no, the game I'm thinking of doesn't have a sequel. <laughs> I was thinking I had in time, but no. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good game. That is a good game. That needs a sequel. It it sure does. I still haven't played the uh, the Nyakuza DLC that came out. I really need to get on that. I hear that DLC is good. Yucky said.
1: <laughs> the only thing I can think of is like around that time because that would have been the first summer was Splatoon two, and that's all I fucking mm. all I played
2: back then. <laughs> <laughs> So
1: I can't think of anything
2: else that came out back then. Yeah, same. This is making me feel real dumb. Personally, I'd say move on. It's still a little bit too vague for me and my lizard brain.
0: Remember, you can use the hints. Oh, sorry, the lifelines. And if you moved on to the final hints, you would forfeit
1: two of your guesses. But
3: the guesses would be useless.
0: Yeah. Not if you had a bit more because context with the with the questions and the and the
1: Switchaboo lifeline.
2: Yeah, we probably need We probably need the switchable lifeline for this. Yeah, but we right.
1: have we have to do a yes no question first because uh, yeah, but, uh, rules. Yeah, because rules.
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Rules. Yeah,
1: because rules.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The rules were I, I made the game before episode one and I perfected it quite a few episodes in when they discovered loopholes very quickly. First episode in. Yep. <laughs> First episode in. That's it. Ooh. but and Namco have 85% off games, of select games
2: on the Ooh. Switch at the moment. Cool. That helps us. Very little at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Uh, Ooh.
0: Sorry, I'm just going on a tangent, but Taiko no Tatsujin Drum and Fun is 80% off. I'm going to buy that.
2: I now officially know two people that like Taiko no Tatsujin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is it. I've never played
0: it. (laughs) So... Correction. I like the look of it. Ooh, Pirate Warriors Four is seventy. A great off. game. Yeah, seventy percent off.
1: That's actually a pretty good mm-hmm. purchase at that price.
0: And if you only want Pirate Warriors Three, it's six thirty nine US. Damn. Rad is only five dollars. So get
2: four
1: though.
0: That's rad.
2: I miss the word rad i know right yeah it's kind of it's kind of of a shame that the 90s like just took over like the entire world supply of radium Boo!
0: (laughs) i want to agree but boo all right back to it you got two guesses two lifelines
2: nathan you got anything because wheel's spinning but the hamster's dead (sighs) poor hamster
0: he dies every episode
2: yeah, I I just love that analogy because you know exactly what's going on, and it's a funny visual. <laughs> yeah, that one, the monkey in Homer's head with the symbols. Yeah. <laughs> or eating the peanut like the fleas off the other one. Yeah. <laughs> like the old timey classic cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> it cuts back or and the... he's singing it to himself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it. It was the best of times. It was the burst of times. (laughs) You stupid monkey. Let's turn this into a Simpsons podcast. (laughs) What, with the other 500 Simpsons podcasts? Yeah.
0: We can do a side episode.
1: (laughs) To be fair, we are probably at, like, you know, one of a thousand gaming podcasts.
0: Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's very true.
1: But I am... what would a good yes no be
2: Shit, is it
1: competitive multiplayer or cooperative multiplayer
0: um you it, i would it's competitive no, no 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 sorry sorry it's cooperative it's co-op okay but there is a score system at the end so there you do have like a winner at the end but you it's like 98%
1: cooperative Okay, so can we get the lifeline now? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes,
0: we can. All right, let me get it up.
2: Thank you. Hey guys, so Alex asked me to do the clue for this week's Name That Game, and the only thing I could think of is this game is all about working together as a team, which made me terrible at it.
0: It's kind of the same as your yes or no question.
2: Of course that had to be the lifeline. <laughs> God damn it.
1: (laughs) I just undermined myself, apparently.
2: (laughs) Like the exact same thing that you were talking about earlier on. It's like, oh, it might come up later. Oh, I don't want to waste it. (laughs) Waste it. Damn.
1: Hey. So, who published Ukulele again?
2: Alex? I'm not answering that. Alright.
1: Why not? It's about ukulele. It's not about you, the game. We,
2: yeah, we just naturally assumed that you'd, you know, say that. <laughs> you can ask one yes or no question. That's it.
0: Anything else you get from me is a bonus. And I'll just say offhandedly. <laughs>
2: Platonic, who did they work with? This is gonna be one of those things that when we learn like the name of it, it's like, oh my god, we're so dumb. Oh
1: I, yeah. I Okay, I know the publisher's symbol is purple, I think.
0: I'm glad I think? I'm glad that's not the yes or no question, being colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been bad. I always forget you're colorblind. Yeah. A lot of people do. Everyone forgets until I colour the sky in purple.
2: Colour me impressed. <laughs> uh, Shut terrible. up. Oh, <laughs> uh, why am I friends with you?
1: Uh. <sighs> hey, you wouldn't be on here if it wasn't for me.
3: Now now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you still have two uh. guesses?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> We've been doing this for 20 minutes. I can't think. <laughs> what yeah, are you trying? It's clearly a game neither of us have played.
0: Are you yeah. trying to make this a two hour podcast episode?
1: Yes. Apparently.
0: <laughs> no, no,
1: because I tried to leave earlier.
0: That is true. <laughs> that's very true. Maybe you thought, oh, if I have to stay here, I'm going to stretch it out.
1: Yeah. See so, yeah. Apparently. That's
2: exactly what I've decided. <laughs> co Co-op- yeah, cooperative uh, multiplayer cooperative game. Well, story. the the sequel had cooperative multiplayer. I think the first game also had cooperative multiplayer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the the, the sequel yeah. had online yeah. multiplayer. Is that what you said, right, Alex? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I don't know if that was online. I don't think there's a sequel.
1: No, there's definitely not a sequel to it. I was thinking of um. What is it? The love space adventure
2: thing? I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: I do. Yes,
2: yes you know what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, but that hasn't got a sequel. Uh, uh, oh, damn it! <laughs> I, sorry, I th- what? Once again, I thought I had it, but then it's like this game, what? the game doesn't have a sequel. My my thought was, was uh, ultimate chicken horse. So, that's technically cooperative multiplayer, but it's also competitive multiplayer at the same time. It's kind of weird.
0: Hmm. I need to play that game. I've heard good things about it.
2: So, it's obviously not that
1: game.
0: Yeah. I didn't say yeah or no.
1: Yeah, but you would pick something that you played at least most cases. Most cases.
0: That is true. I do pick all my games from my Switch,
1: except for Yeast 9.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't pick Usna. No. But, you know, if I can pick out of all 753 of my games.
1: Isn't Death Squared cooperative?
2: What is Death Squared?
1: I don't know. I just know it was reduced really cheap one day and I purchased it and I still haven't played it. And you like? I know you have cubes, and that's about it. Right. Get, What's that cube game? Get it? Although wouldn't it be Death Cubed? Then? I think that's it. that's what it's called, Death Cube. I might be wrong. I can't remember. No,
0: it's called Death Squared.
1: No, oh, no, it's just Death Squared then. Okay. But they're cubes. Um. Oh, is it Box Boy? Did that get a sequel? I have no, I no idea. <laughs>
2: oh why am i so bad at this
1: the only really a multiplayer game i have is a that isn't nintendo is jackbox and it would not be jackbox because that's
2: Mm. competitive honestly at this point i'm stumped just get the last yeah i'm stumped just uh if this last clue doesn't help, then yeah, I I think Alex wins this one.
0: Are you forfeiting those two questions? Those two guesses? Yes. Yeah. All right. Unfortunately, uh, this game arguably created its own genre.
2: Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I have no idea, and I'm gonna feel real dumb when we know the answer. I'm going to give you a bonus
0: hint because you guys are struggling real bad. Uh, Jake, your cousin may well be very good at this game.
2: It's overcooked. There you go. God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) I I knew it. I knew it. The second I learned the answer, I knew I was going to hate myself. (laughs) Come on. How did that take so long? I've never played it.
0: But you know it. It's so popular.
1: Yeah, but like, I don't know anything about the game. You know nothing about Overcooked. All I know is it exists and you're a cook. Yeah. That is all I know about the game.
0: Ah, it's very good. It's a good game. Although, play Overcooked 2. One, it adds online multiplayer, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and secondly, you can throw stuff, and that's it. It just changes the game. It's it's so much better. Um, you yeah. I I I'd up. still
2: say that we lost this one. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, it, it's published by Team Seventeen. You know, one of the biggest yeah. indie publishers, yeah. who also did Ukulele. Yeah, I'm gonna take that as a win for myself there. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> One that I did not think that I would win. But I will take that, so thank you.
2: Yeah, in retrospect, that <laughs> should have been so obvious. <laughs> yeah, their 17 is purple, so... The 17 is purple? Yes. Yes. I'm gonna Team, look
0: this 17. Up. Team
2: 17.
0: How, how,
2: are you, how are you going to look it up, you colorblind?
0: I said I'm going to look it up. I didn't say I'm going to understand it. <laughs> yeah, lift blue to me
2: Oh, well, cool
1: Also, I did not realise Team 17's been around since 1990
2: yeah, yeah, they've been around for a long time Yeah, they have They are been. the
1: Worms guys, after all They are
2: the
0: Worms guys <laughs> And to answer your question Like, uh, the potential yes or no question Yes, it does have a physical release And it's also been released physically three times in Overcooked Special Edition, Overcooked, uh, Overcooked bundled in with Overcooked Two Special Edition, and Overcooked All You Can Eat. It is. It has been sold physically three times.
1: Well, there we go. So
0: the answer is very much a yes if you ask that question. But that is all the time we have for this Fortnite's episode of the Switch Boot Podcast. Thank you everyone for joining, uh, and listening and and lasting until the end. <laughs> of of that. <laughs> but again, uh our Patreon, you can always support us there. Uh we really appreciate it. So it's for just one dollar per month, you can get the podcast two to three days early. Um we mentioned a lot of times, so like deals coming up and whatnot, um, that are quite time sensitive. So you can even save money by becoming a patron, so that's pretty cool. Um and Yeah. Right. And all in all, so you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, all of that stuff. Twitter is at Switchaboo News. It's a little different. Uh, but pinned to the top of that, there's also our Discord. So you can chat to us on there. Ask us questions. All that kind of stuff. Uh, we have our YouTube, Switchaboo, and Switchaboo Joy We have a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, so follow us anywhere, basically. And we always read comments. So if you want to comment and reach out to us, we always appreciate that.
1: Positive or negative.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. And if you're listening to this, uh, definitely consider leaving us a review on itunes as well that helps um get the podcast it out Also a bit helps further. us improve exactly exactly we'll take any feedback positive or negative anyway we can make the show better but thank you everyone for listening and remember to have fun
1: see you next time
0: see ya